Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Daniel Rota. I will be your host. Uh, with me, I have Father Ryan Moravitz. How are you doing today, Father? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm cold. Yeah, it's cold, but, uh, you know, it's. I would say, well, it's Duluth, Minnesota in, yeah. in the winter, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. We've had a pretty mild winter, actually. We have. All the big, big snow at the beginning. We, we haven't have. had those big, long stretches of this cold, cold, cold. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying my half-calf. Thanks for getting me the half-calf. Yeah, you're welcome. And so, uh, I, th- I think it's kind of an, an, an artsy half-calf. Yeah. I, 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 got a, I, I went down to the, um, the Dovetail Cafe. That's, uh, it's, it's right oh, yeah. down in... Uh, on, uh, yeah, by OMC. And yeah, yeah, it's in the, the Duluth Folk School. Yeah. That's a I've, nice, I mean... I've been in there a few times. It's a, it, it's a cool place. I've, yeah. been, I've, I've gone there a couple times, yeah, and I'm just like, man, I, I really like the, uh, the aesthetic here. Yeah. So, and yeah. good coffee. So. It's good coffee, yep. Yeah. We, I, got, I got Chinese yesterday. Well, I have friends in town helping paint. You know the basement of the rectory, and um, they had gone down to the west end, at the Super One exit, the Central Entrance, okay, yeah. or Central Avenue, and got ch- Chinese from someplace on Central Avenue. I don't know what it, what the place is or what it's called, but it's really good. So that might be a new go-to for me. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta find out about it. Some secret Chinese restaurant. Yeah, my friend Mary, yeah. Mary and Kelly are good friends of mine. That you know we're up, and she said she got it down there somewhere. So, I'm gonna go check it out. She said it was a hole in the wall place. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, should we get started today? Yeah, let's say a prayer. All right, let's do it. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we we love you. We praise you. We glorify you. We we give you thanks for your your great love for us and your great mercy, Lord Jesus. You who journeyed to Jerusalem and went through the passion and suffering. Um, and death, uh, that saves us. And offering yourself to the Father as a sacrificial offering, a sacrifice in which we can unite ourselves and hence be saved through it. We um, come before you today as we prepare for Lent, and we, we discuss what's going to be going on. Lord, we ask for your blessing upon our parishes and this Lenten season ahead. Um, I just ask for your grace and blessing to be upon everyone that you might draw them deep into your heart in this Lenten season, and that you might draw us together in your love and within your heart um, through everything that we, we experience in the Lenten season. Lord, we surrender all to you and, uh, and ask that you guide and lead it all according to your will. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Father. You betcha. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh well, yeah. I mean, this week we're talking about Lent. Yeah. So Lent's Lent's starting next week, Ash Wednesday. Ash yeah. Wednesday. It's coming up quick. Yeah, it is coming to, coming up quick. It's kind of a little bit later in the year. Sometimes it's really early. It's like right at the beginning mm-hmm. of February, you know. So. Yeah. It, I mean, it feels like we just had Christmas, and now, and now Lent's starting. Yeah. And so, uh, it kind of yeah, you know, it, it came up quick, but yep. you know, it's it's it, it's that time of the year. Yep. We're pretty excited about it too. So Ash Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, we have three masses. Um, uh, so eight o'clock down at Holy Family, and then the regular noon mass at St. Lawrence, and then there's going to be an evening mass at St. Lawrence as well. Um, that evening mass is at 
7 p.m. 7 p.m. <laughs> Had to give Dan the look like, what time is that at? <laughs> I don't know. They're in front of me. Um, is at 7 p.m. on Ash Wednesday. So three chances in the in the parishes to be able to make it to Ash Wednesday Mass, um, which is always a a great experience, I think, for people. People love receiving the ashes, and uh, yeah. So, you know, one of my favorite parts about Ash Wednesday is when I get back up to my chair and um, look out at everybody once ashes have been distributed. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> one because you, it's just amazing to look at everybody, and they've all got their ashes. But then, depending on who you went to, you can tell who what line they were in or who they ended sure, up at because yeah, yeah. you know everybody kind of does the cross different or everyone's this got their own distinct yeah, artistic I do, style. I really I try to do like <laughs> big like really clear crosses. <laughs> Others just do the really quick one, you know. Yeah. So sometimes people I think avoid my line because I usually do the that really thick, heavy, yeah. caked on big cross, <laughs> but very clear. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and then, I mean, right after Ash Wednesday, I mean, obviously Lent is started, but I mean, we're we're kind of gearing up, and we're we're starting right then too. Yeah, right away on Friday, on um, you know on Fridays we're going to be doing the Great Lenten Soup Cookoff, and then Stations of the Cross, mm-hmm. and so um, Friday nights will will really be good. Um, maybe you want to give the schedule of, of that, um, and what what church will be at to start that first Friday, and then the rotation of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, every Friday we're gonna um, we're 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 consolidating the soup suppers too. You know, that's that's something that um, that we're doing this year. So instead of having one on Wednesday and one on Friday, we're just having one on Friday. We're just having one on Friday At- every week, and we're we're, we're, we're flipping um, flipping the weeks that we're gonna be at which parish, and so. Um, at, yeah, Ash Wednesday is the 26th of February, and so that 28th, we're going to be at St. Lawrence, and then we're just going to kind of flip every every other week. Um, so then March 6th, we're going to be at Holy Family, then March 13th, St. Lawrence, March 20th, Holy Family, March 27th, St. Lawrence, and then April 3rd, the final one, will be at Holy Family. And that schedule is on the website, yep. so catholicduluth.org. Um, and you can find all these schedules and everything that we're talking about. You can find information in the schedules, so you can check it there every, every week. If you go to the homepage and just scroll down a little bit, you'll see Lent and go to more information. Um, so let's um, let's talk Stations of the Cross first, and then let's talk about soup, because yeah. soup is the new fish, people. It is, it soup is. Soup is the new fish. <laughs> but, but, I mean, uh, Stations of the Cross, I mean, that's, I mean, that's been a, a beautiful tradition um, and part of our, the history of our church for, for a long time. Yep. One of the reasons that we do Stations of the Cross is that from the very beginning, Christians would be going to the Holy Land to visit the holy sites, particularly to walk the Via della Rosa, the, the Way of the Cross in Jerusalem. And there was a point in which, the, you know, the Muslims had taken over Jerusalem and weren't letting Christians in, and Christians weren't, it wasn't safe to travel to the Holy Land, and um, so people were unable to go visit the holy sites in the Holy Land. And so what, what started is they, they started to just make that journey um, in their own churches or uh, in their own kind of neighborhoods um, in imitation of that. And so that, that kind of started the tradition of the Stations of the Cross and the devotional of it. And so... It is. It's really a beautiful thing. You know, it's, it's something you'll see in every Catholic church all over the world. Every every church has Stations of the Cross. Um, and so we're very blessed. We've got some beautiful sets of stations in both of our churches. Um, 
in terms of the artwork for those stations. And um, yeah, so what we what we've done too is we've kind of well we've created our own stations of the cross booklet, um, and based off of scripture and then kind of the traditional responses and um, the Stabat Mater, so the singing of that. But what the sisters have done is they've put together a really beautiful beautiful stations of the cross booklet um, with some beautiful sacred art um, and I'm really excited about it so we're just kind of pr final proofing it um, I told the sisters I said you need to pray with these now make sure that they're they're gonna work so they're starting to pray the stations that we put together and um, final editing is actually through the prayer and actually praying them not just reading yeah. them you know yeah that's awesome um, and proofreading them but actually praying them and so yeah, I'm really excited about about stations. Um, we're gonna we're gonna actually really keep it simple. Um, we were thinking about trying to incorporate adoration and some Eucharistic procession. Um, we've done it with the kids, and it's really beautiful because the kids can kind of just walk along to each station. Um, and we'll probably still do it some Wednesday night with the kids during Lent, but um, we're just we're it got too complicated in terms of like looking at how does that work with kind of the the regular crowd if you will and i realized like that's just not going to work <laughs> so like i had to step back and go yeah let's just keep stations really simple and um, beautiful and so I'm, I'm excited about uh being able to pray stations and um with people and uh yeah it'll for me too it'll be special because you know in, in years past um holy family had done stations on wednesdays after their soup supper and then we did them and then St. Lawrence did them on Fridays after their soup supper. So uh, it, it was it was split, you know, a little bit. And it, Stations of the Cross is something like, this would be a good thing to be able to bring both, you know, everybody sort of together to do that, along with these soup suppers. Um, there's just one little way that there can be that continuity in the, in the relationship between the two parishes, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because I always say, I call them, you know, like sister parishes. You know, I always say you you share a dad and you have your own households, but you come together as a family and and do certain things together sometimes. You know, um, and so one of those things can be some Lenten practices and some things in Holy Week, particularly in the Triduum and stuff like that. So, anyway, Stations of the Cross is going to be great. But before the stations, will be the Great Lenten Soup Cook-Off. Yeah, soup is the new fish. Soup is the new fish. Soup is the new fish. So. I've had one of the things I've, I've had some people say, they're like, Father, you know, soup is tough without meat. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm not a big soup person. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I, I am a soup person, but I'm not a, I, I'm not a person who cooks a lot of soup. Um, but there's a lot of soup options that you don't have to have fish. Yeah, yeah, there is. And and so you just got to be creative. You got to yeah. dig, dig deeper into the cookbook, so. You know, and, and here's the deal. So one of the rules concerning that, because people have asked, like, yep. what are some of the rules? One of the rules is, um, you can do beef or chicken broth. So you can do any kind of broth. There's just you can't have any chunks of meat in the soup unless it's seafood. So you can use any kind of seafood. Um, somebody texted the other day and said, "We're gonna do a fish chowder." I was like, yeah. "All right, sweet, good." That sounds good. You know, um, you know what I really love is a beet soup. Borscht. I don't think I don't think I've ever had that. Oof. There's a creamy one, and then there's like more of a um, soupy one. Is that what's the word I'm looking yeah. for? Li li liquidy. Liquidy. Yeah. <laughs> is that a word? Liquidy. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's the rule: is you just can't no meat chunks in the soup. Um, so yeah, yeah, and um, with 
with having um, kind of rotating which churches we're going to be at, uh, I've actually had the question like, is are they kind of we're we trying to have when it's at Holy Family kind of specifically Holy Family parishioners and and at St. Lawrence only 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 St. Lawrence and and no, we we, we want this to be you know. Um, kind of two parishes coming together, you know, even if it's not kind of your, the, the parish you're a parishioner of, you're, you're, you're welcome to, to participate in the cook-off at, at any place. So. And that's, that's why it's important that you, you call in and register, mm-hmm. um, you call in your name to Dan or email him and, um, you can find that info on the web too, but we just want to see how many people are, are in and want to be part of the little competition and providing yep. the soups as well. Um, and once we know that number and kind of figure out what day works for you, um, which week would work for you if you register, um, then we'll we'll tell you too how much you know we probably anticipate you'll need to make, whether it's a, a really big batch of it or it's you know a regular size batch of it or whatever. Um, batch is that is that a word you use yeah, for soup? Yeah, I think batch? so. I think yeah. so. We're learning this soup thing because yeah. you know soup is the new fish. It's this new thing. You know, I mean, it's big. It's big, folks. It's huge. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you c- it'll depend on what week works for you. If you register, you'll you'll be able to bring a soup in for one of the first four weeks, and then we vote each night. At everybody who comes, um, it's a free will offering supper, so everybody who comes is going to get um, to be able to vote, and then the soup with the most votes wins the night, and it's twenty five dollars to the winner um, each of those first four weeks, um, and then in the fifth week we bring the four winners together. Uh, for a cook-off, and you can... I had somebody ask if they have to bring the same soup in the semifinals, and I, yeah. I said no. Yeah, yeah. I said, if you want to switch it up and bring a different soup, you can do that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, and then... So the the two winners of that, the semifinal, or the, the final four, yeah. there'll be two winners that go into the final, um, but those two winners will win $50 each, and then in the final, the winner gets $100, on the last week, so week six, um, we'll have the two cooking off, but then we're going to have honorable mentions come back from the first four weeks. So we'll kind of look at some different soups that are brought in and bring those back as honorable mentions and probably have a little mini competition for those four as well. And yeah, have some fun with it. Have some fun with it. That's the key. Is like We're just looking to have some fun with it and bring community together, um, have some laughs, and just really enjoy Lent. Enjoy some good soups in the midst of, of winter and spring approaching. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know I I think it's something that I'm I'm looking forward to. You know, just just I think it's a great thing. I, I grew up going to. I mean, uh, we, we we went to fish fries, so oh, yeah. I know. But that's, fish fries, those are forget. Fish fries are nothing. They're old. You know? Yeah, they're old, folks. Soup is the new fish. I'm telling you. Uh, but 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 being able to like you know come together as a community and. Uh, you know, uh, obviously they're, they're, you know, at, at, at every parish it's done differently, but, uh, yeah. but, but just be able to, to come together and spend time together and, you know, yeah, just, just connect. Uh, and then, and then after that to be able to go into the church yeah. and, and pray and pray. Uh, and, and the, I mean, the stations across are something that I've always really, really loved. Even when, when I was a kid, you know, I'd, yep. we'd go and serve them and stuff like that. And it was just, it was, yeah, it was just a really good, really good experience. So soup's going to be from five thirty to seven, yep. and then sta- well, you know, head into the church for stations at seven. I'm um, coming for any and all of it. You know, if you can't make it to soup, come for stations. You know, if you can't stick around for stations, you know, you still come for soup. You know, um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a really great on Friday nights. Uh, that brings us then. Let's jump to Mondays. All right. So, so well, uh, Mondays. Uh, we're, we're gonna have a couple different things going on on Mondays. One is going to be a uh, poll is going to be leading a Bible study. 
and then and that's going to be kind of more during the day uh uh kind of afternoon time and then monday evenings we're going to be doing uh monday missions yep so polls bible studies from 3 to 4 30 at st lawrence yep and she's focusing on the sunday lenten psalms um so it should be a really great bible study to look at the psalms from lent um and what the psalms are and how we pray the psalms um so that's 3 to 4 30 on uh, at st lawrence um for more information, you can email poll. Um, that's P-A-U-L-E-C-B-2017 at gmail.com. You can find that email at catholicduluth.org um, in the Lenten information um, page. And then Monday uh, in the evenings, we're doing Monday missions. So this came out of a discussion of should we have bring a speaker in? Should we do a 40-hour devotion, a weekend mission? You know, a lot of parishes do those during Lent. They're really great usually. Um, it's... We, we, as usual, we sw- we're switching it up a little bit. Um, but what we want to do, because we've had people, two things, is um, we've had people kind of say, you know, we, we would like to experience what the kids get to experience on Wednesday nights, you know, a little bit of learning and some, some prayer together. Um, so that was one thing. And then uh, we also did a little survey on what works best for people in terms of if we were to have extra confession times or stuff like that. And Monday nights and Wednesday nights were kind of the, the response of, well, this is when we're actually a, a little bit freer because the other weeks, other nights of the week are not, don't work really well for getting over to church. So I said, well, well let's do Monday nights. You know, um, let's give it a, sh- oh, a shot. So Monday nights, what we're doing is from 5.45 to 6.30, I'll be in the confessional. So it's going to be an extra time for confession um, each week during Lent. Um, giving people that opportunity. So if you want to come and go to confession, even if you just come for confession, I'll be in there. So extra confession times on Monday nights, 5.45 to 6.30. At 6.30, we're going to pray evening prayer. That's kind of the kickoff to the actual mission part. At 6.30, we'll pray evening prayer out of the Liturgy of the Hours, and we'll talk about that a little bit more too later um, in the podcast and throughout the course of Lent. Um, And then from 6.45 to 7.30, I'm going to give a reflection slash teaching. Um, and then at 7.30, we're going to have adoration with some praise and worship. We have Justin Kosteka coming in to lead us in music during adoration. Um, a lot of people have been to the adoration with the kids on Wednesday nights, um, and it's really beautiful. It's very prayerful. Um, it's, it's directed and led through the music and through the prayer, um, but also some uh, some time of silence as well, and then benediction at the end. So, um, yeah, it's just a half hour of adoration together. Um, in worship, in adoration, and uh, done at eight. So that's you don't have to like register or sign up for the Monday missions. There's going to be some continuity in the talks and the reflections, but doesn't mean that if you miss one, you're you're um you're out or you're not going to be able to follow the next one. Um, it'll still be fruitful. Um, we're, are we still looking at recording them? We're looking into it, yeah. Yeah, so we're looking into maybe getting recording them as well, so that mm-hmm. if, if people are unable to make a week, that they could still listen to it, or if they're unable to get out, you know, um, they could listen to some of the reflections if they wanted. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, Monday missions. Yeah, that should be. It. That, 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 that's something I'm looking really, really looking forward to. Also, I think you know, uh, just uh, once again, being able to come together as a community to you know, learn, learn a little bit and then, uh, to, to pray together. I think that's just really invaluable for, for parishes. Yep. And the prayer, you know, the adoration and the evening prayer, and it's just, it's it's very simple. 
Yeah. You know, it, it really is. It's super simple, but really, really good. Um, so, yeah. So, Monday missions. Yeah. And uh, I guess one other thing that's happening on Monday yeah. is uh, that it is adoration. So, you know, right now we have adoration in our parishes Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, Mondays at St. Lawrence and Wednesdays at Holy Family. And during Lent, we're going to actually extend uh, the adoration times at St. Lawrence to 24 hours. So uh, it usually starts right after the Monday morning Mass, so around 8.30, and then uh, it's going to go until 7.30 Tuesday morning. Uh, so, yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, uh, I always love, particularly um, when there's adoration 24 hours a day. I particularly, and I've, I've said this in years past, for me it's always... There's something about having somebody on the property um, and just knowing somebody's over at the church praying. So even like if I wake up in the middle of the night, uh, go get a glass of milk, I know that, hey, somebody's over at the church right now praying in adoration. And there's something for me as the priest, like knowing that somebody's over there praying right now and, and keeping vigil with the Lord. Uh, I love that part of the Lenten um, practice of sort of 24-hour adoration. I just think it's it's really, really cool. For me personally, it's just nice mm-hmm. to know somebody's always over there praying on Mondays and into Tuesday mornings. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you can sign up for that, folks, and even you don't have to sign up. So one of the things, too, if you show up for those later hours or in the middle of the night, we will have the door locked just because the way the security is set up or how, you know, um, how the, where, where to come in for adoration. But you'll come in that door... Um, closest to the rectory, you know, on the rectory side of the church and come up those stairs. If the door is locked um, and the light will come on, there's a motion light there, you knock on the door and hopefully the person inside hears you and they'll come to let you in. Um, so hopefully they recognize you and feel comfortable with you because um, they also have told, you know, um, something like, well, if you're not really not comfortable, you just need to tell the person I'm not comfortable letting you in. <laughs> Um, but most people are going to be comfortable with letting people in, you know. Um, so especially those that I know that sign up for those those late hours. But you can also sign up and commit to one of those late hours. Um, it's it's well worth it. Um, sometimes groups like will split it up too. Mm-hmm. So I've had groups of friends who have are in groups of parishioners, whatever that have said, "Hey, let's cover the two to three a.m. hour." And I'll do two weeks. We do two weeks. We do two weeks. You got now. You got Lent covered, and they kind of rotate it. Um, it's one way to to be able to go and experience it. But if you know you're not going to be here for a week, you know during Lent or a certain amount of time during Lent, you know bring some others into it too. Maybe I've also had people who love going during the night, and they say that you know, well, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to get up and make my way all the way to church, I want to spend an hour and a half. And they'll find somebody else who wants to do an hour and a half, and they'll cover three of those hours um, by each back-to-back taking an hour and a half and splitting the middle hour. Um, so there's some different ways. If you're thinking about covering some of those hours or want to, um, you know, that would be great because we need somebody there if we're going to have adoration going on. So we need somebody there to make sure nobody walks away with the Eucharist primarily um, or does anything to it. Um, but also just in reverence that somebody's always present with the Lord um, in adoration. So, Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a really awesome experience. Uh, I know in college during Lent we have a 24-hour adoration. I think like 
uh, Thursday into Friday or something like that. And uh, I lived really close to the Newman Center. And so uh, me and my roommates, we'd sign up for like the the dog hours, like yeah. like the 2 a.m., 3 a.m. hours. Um, and that was, I mean, th- they were tough to get to sometimes. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, re- really cool. I think it's just a really cool experience to be able to. I remember doing those hours. You know, in seminary, we would do it. And it was, seminary was easy because you just had to go downstairs yeah. to the chapel. Yeah. Um, but I remember one one year when I was in college seminary, I went down and had like the one o'clock hour, and I ended up staying until like four four thirty in the morning. And I've never <laughs> never done that since. But I do remember one night, like I just I just was it, it was there was something going on in my heart and in my prayer, and it was it was over three hours just. And it just flew by. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really one of the most incredible times, probably, of adoration that I've had in my life. I just kind of remembered that as we were talking. I was yeah. like, remember that time? Huh. Anyways, so adoration, uh, good thing. Mm-hmm. So let's go. One of the other things that I want to want to do this Lent is, and I've, I've felt called to do this for a long time, actually. Yeah, you've been talking about it. I really have. And I've, I've always, I don't know, I, I've, yeah. So I'm excited about this. I I want to I want to pray with people. I want to invite people to come, you know, pray with me. And when I say pray with me, I mean come and pray what I need to pray each day, which is the liturgy of the hours. Um so um I'm going to in the bulletin kind of post when I'm going to be at the church to pray my liturgy of the hours and if anybody wants to join me they can. Um it's 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 the prayer of the church and so it's praying the psalms essentially. And Every priest and religious in the world is required to pray this, but the laity are very much encouraged to pray it as well and to pray it with their priests um, and for priests to pray with the laity um, at certain hours. And so I just want to invite people to learn about it, to start praying it on their own, um, but also to come and pray with me. Um, it, I think it's going to be good for me, and I think it's going to be good for all of us um, if, if we're just doing some more prayer together. And particularly the prayer of the church, which is the liturgy of the hours. Um, Jesus prayed the Psalms. And so we see Jesus constantly quoting and praying the Psalms. When he's on the cross, basically everything he says on the cross is a psalm. Um, and so the church prays the Psalms continuously. You know, I was like to say, you know, I think the liturgy of the hours, there's morning prayer, daytime prayer, evening prayer, night prayer, and then there's something called the office of readings. At every minute of the day, somebody's praying in the church and for the church. So while we were sleeping, right, you know, the Pope was praying morning prayer. Um, you know, and Europe was praying prayers. And people in Greenland and uh, down in, uh, in South America were praying uh, at different hours. So, I mean, it's just this whole dynamic of the church is always praying. Somebody right now, whenever you're listening to this, is praying the Liturgy of the Hours. And a lot of people um, in the world. And so the church is continuously praying the Psalms every second of the day throughout, you know, somewhere in the world. So the church is constantly at prayer. Um, that's one of the beautiful parts of like being a part of that and being able to be part of being the continuous prayer. Because, okay, now it's our turn. Now it's our time to, to be doing this and to be praying. And so, um, anyways, I want to I wanna invite people to do that with me. So, what that's going to look is, for instance, there will be certain mornings, and you'll see it in the bulletin each week, and you can look it up online. The bulletin is online as well at DuluthCatholic.org. 
or catholicduluth.org, sorry, catholicduluth.org. Um, and so it'll show, you know, Tuesday morning, Father Ryan will be in the family chapel doing an adoration from 645 to 730. And if that's the case, just come in and sit with me. Just be present and spend time in adoration. Um, there's something about being in adoration together that's just, it's great. And then at 7.30, we'll pray morning prayer. A lot of times I just pray morning prayer at 7.30, sitting in uh, my little sitting room in the rectory. Um, but I'm going to come over to the church. And if you come at 7.30, we'll pray morning prayer. It takes about 10 minutes. That's all. You can come pray morning prayer at 7.30, for instance. It takes 10 minutes. We'll have handouts. Um, so the sisters will be printing off handouts for, for those days. And so we'll have something there to help you. Um, if you want, there's an app too. If you want to learn more about the Liturgy of the Hours or see what they are, there's an app called iBreviary. That's I B R E V I A R Y. iBreviary. Um, and yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll be kind of promoting that and showing that too. It's it's, it's you you have it all right there. Um, kind of easy to follow, and it walks you through everything in terms of praying the hours of the day. Um, it'd be a great thing in Lent to. Say, hey, I'm going to commit to praying morning prayer every day. And if you do it on your own, it takes you, you know, takes you under 10 minutes. Um, or it can, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or do night prayer. Night prayer takes three minutes, you know, three to four minutes. Night prayer is really short. You know, so it might be something. I'm going to pray night prayer in the iBreviary app every night before I go to bed. Um, it's It's just different psalms and different scriptures each day. So, yeah, so that's... Uh, Come pray with Father. Uh, really looking forward to it, and uh, will be good for me. And and would love to pray with people. So, yeah, the the liturgy of the hours is uh, that's something that actually uh, I can't remember if it was last Lent or two Lents ago. I did maybe both um, during like that was kind of one of the things I did during Lent was that I did morning prayer and night prayer um, like every day. That was uh, and it, yeah, it was such such a cool experience to be able to do that. Uh, I think it really it's a good way to start and end the day. Yeah. You know, and then and then throw in kind of evening prayer and daytime prayer in there too and just uh and just kind of be continually praying and I think yeah, it's kind of what what you're talking about like at every moment of every day there's somebody praying the liturgy of the hours. Yeah. That's just something cool to think about. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to participate in that, you yeah. know. And there's a value to the structure. There's a value to structure in prayer. There really is. And you can have the spontaneous things throughout the day or during a holy hour or you know, stopping in and, and just spending a little bit of time, like, that's good, too. But there's a value to a consistent, consistent prayer life. There's something, if you do it over time, you're going to see the grace and the growth in, in your spiritual life um, by having that pattern of prayer. Um, but it takes some discipline, so. But it's not that difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm excited for Lent. Yeah. And so that's it, you know. That's it. That's, that's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. They'll be doing, we, you'll see some, we're doing some penance services like usual. Um, we'll get some of those dates out as we get closer. Um, and some, you know, sometimes for, for confession and stuff like that. And then as we get closer to Holy Week too, we'll kind of let you know plans for Holy Week and the Triduum and stuff like that. So, yeah, God bless everybody. Yeah, uh, that will be it for this week's podcast. May, so. God, may God bless you and may Jesus Christ be praised. <laughs>